Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mister. Can you prove you're Mark Lawrence? I doubt that. (laughs) I don't have photo ID. (laughs) Well, we're fortunate no one took your picture. Actually, I have a real ID. You do? I do. Okay, and are you are you packing this morning? Because we're going to talk about gun violence. <laughs> <laughs> no, why, do you, why why are you obsessed with that? Well, because you always tell me every time we disagree in this show, you say, you know, I do have a gun. I do not. <laughs> that is a false statement. I say I have a carry permit. Oh, is that it? Okay, well, that's just as dangerous. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Joe McGranahan is the antagonist on the show. Uh, I'm the protagonist, and he's conservative, and I'm. Com- Common sense and uh, never the twain oh, we shall brother. meet. <laughs> talk uh, about an editorial comment. We have asked for and received an opportunity to once again talk to a CBS correspondent, Jim Crisulo. Uh, thank you so much for calling in, sir. Good morning. Thanks, Jim. Hi, guys. Always good to talk to you. Always good to be on with you. I really do appreciate it. You're going to help us kind of sift through what's happening in Tennessee. One of the state lawmakers, Justin Jones, reinstated, so he is back. I guess I'm going to start out with a quirky question. What would prevent the Republican lawmakers from doing what some of them said they would love to do, and that's just oust him again. Good question, and the simple answer is state law. That a person cannot be expelled twice from the Tennessee legislature, interestingly enough. Wow, so almost no matter what Justin does. Even if they do something wrong again? <laughs> Assuming they yeah, did something a, wrong. Yes, yeah, it's a quirky state law. People have been looking into this, Joe, and, and yet yeah, it, it's kind of hard to believe to fathom that, but that's my understanding of, of the Tennessee state law in this case. So he's got a get-out-of-jail-free card now for any anything he wants to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, it may appear that way, yes. Now, again, I, I would you would almost guess that the Republican leadership in the state house in Tennessee would, would try to come up with some way again to take action against him, but, but that's something down the road. Interestingly, the Metro Nashville Council voted 36 to nothing, obviously unanimously, to reinstate Mr. Jones. Now, the other black lawmaker who was expelled last week, Justin Pearson, is expected to be reinstated Wednesday when the Shelby County Commission in Memphis meets. Well, there's been a lot of talk of, of the fact that the two black lawmakers were expelled and the white female lawmaker uh, survived by one vote. Are you yes. getting any kind of consensus in your reporting on this issue that, that, that the Republicans actually intended this to be a racial thing? Well, they've certainly denied that, vehemently denied that. But, but that's certainly, uh, many people have said, uh, that's the optics of, of all of this. Another interesting tidbit, I think, associated with all of this, fellas, is the fact that the Tennessee Democratic Party says that it has seen a huge increase in financial donations, contributions to the party in Tennessee since this happened, since these two black lawmakers were expelled by the Republican majority about four days, I think it was four days ago. 
Well, taking a look at the, the broader aspect of this, can a legislative body, I mean, is there any, any sympathy at all for the Republicans in your reporting down there that, you know, they can't allow the, uh, the proceedings to be disrupted by legislators with bullhorns uh, who are not recognized standing on the floor of the House and bellowing to, because of some political issue? Well, I think it's safe to say, Joe, that certainly the opposition party, if you if you will, and, and its supporters, they've been much more vocal. If there's widespread support for what Republicans did to these two lawmakers, there hasn't been much publicity about that. There hasn't. There's been really no public display of support for the move by the Republicans in this case. Someone said that down there after this happened that what they've done is they've awakened a sleeping giant, of course, hearkening back to World War II references. Have yes. you seen movement among progressives and Democrats that that is true, that this is the beginning of a lot of momentum? Yeah, I think, Mark, that that's, uh, that's very well put, and I think certainly there's that sentiment in the volunteer state. Uh, this morning as this uh, movement if you will grows and will continue to grow and and you would assume we'll see more of that on wednesday uh, if and when justin pearson is reappointed to the state house as well what about the uh, the governor where is he coming down on all this anywhere interesting you ask that joe because basically no we've heard next to nothing from Republican Governor Bill Lee. Tennessee's Republican governor really has not said anything about all of this that's just played out over the last week, really over the last couple of weeks, since the, since the initial protest on the floor of the State House chamber a couple of weeks ago. As the two Justins get back into office and then uh, whatever normal business is in Tennessee resumes, what's on the docket uh, for them to start to decide on? Are there any uh, sort of politically charged, uh, you know, ultra-divisive ob- you know, objects in the, on their legislative calendar that they'll have to decide? That's almost becoming a side with all of this, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, it, yeah, the, the, the session has been going on for a couple of months now. The current legislative session, there's, of course, been debate and, and measures, anti-abortion measures, uh, things like that, gender-affirming uh, measures, uh, proposals dealing with young people, uh, very obviously divisive issues uh, in and of themselves before all of this started and has come to the forefront. Well, Jim, the Republicans have traditionally fought against uh, tightening up the regulations on guns of any type, uh, or at least they have that reputation. That was the issue at the forefront when these folks took to the well of the House and started shouting yes. and yelling. Uh, you know, has anything been done? Is there? Is this going to move forward? Are they going to take any kind of common sense, as Marx likes to say, common uh, sense? Senator Toomey's phrase. <laughs> right, gun regulations. Or are they going to continue to be battling this down there? Well, I would think, Joe, that in Tennessee as elsewhere, you're going to have this debate continuing. There have been over the last week almost daily demonstrations and large demonstrations at the Tennessee State House in downtown Nashville. It prompted, of course, the, the latest round of protest, if you will, prompted obviously by the by the Nashville school shooting a couple of weeks ago, the private school, the Christian school where the shooting took place, and uh, three nine-year-old children died along with three administrators at that school. So that is kind of galvanized again, the, the calls for some type of, of gun control legis- legislation, or at least to debate the issue. Can anything be done? We just had a few minutes ago, Alice, my colleague Allison Keyes with the CBS News Brief, and we heard from the mayor of Louisville, Kentucky, Mark Greenberg, saying, hey, 
we've now, the city of Louisville, has now joined this growing list, the painfully growing list of cities affected by these mass shootings. And he was on CBS Mornings on TV this morning, and then you heard him say that it's time for legislatures to try to to deal with this issue, at least to address this this gun issue, as the mayor of Louisville called it, this gun epi- this shooting epidemic that we've seen in this country. Is there a Republican strategy that they have announced? If, if Lawrence's worthless view would be, if I was in charge of the Republicans, I'd say let's do some consensus and compromise so we can, you know, not appear like such a, a you know a, a strict voting block. Are, do they have any kind of strategy going forward? It doesn't appear so. Now, Mark, I've covered many of these mass shootings, unfortunately, in years past, and invariably you have these calls for something to be done, but nothing seems to be done. Parkland, Florida, the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, I could go on and on. Uvalde, I was in Uvalde, Texas, for that for that terrible shooting. And, and again, people come out afterwards and say, enough already, something has to change, and it seems like nothing has changed or will change anytime soon. Hmm. We get that debate in this program all the time, Jim, about what sure. what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. And uh, people call in and say, well, the, you know, you put that gun in the corner and it's never going to go off on its own. It's never going to hurt anybody until somebody picks it up. My son is a uh, psychologist, uh, you might say, and he argues with me about when I say people who commit these crimes are nuts. He says, oh, no, it's giving mental health a bad name. But, you know, is there any movement in anywhere that you've, rec- you've reported where they have done something that actually worked boy it, it, it's hard to say i think joe uh, people would argue well nothing that's been done so far on this gun issue seems to be working because we again continue to have these mass shootings the whole mental health issue i, I think back to what was it 2007 joe with the the virginia tech shooting and I remember covering that story and, and extensively. And, and the gunman in that case, he was known to have mental health issues. He was still able, through loopholes, to get weapons. But because of HIPAA laws and all of that, Joe, that the medical people, you know, they weren't in touch. They weren't in contact with the administrators at Virginia Tech to say, hey, we've got red flags here with this guy. So you have that whole issue, too, of, of just falling. Uh, these people fall, kind of fall through the cracks, if you will, and then they're able to get the weapons, and, and we see the horrible aftermath of it. Let's go backwards. Sometimes in your reporting you talk about what set this up. You know, maybe it was uh, gerrymandering or something along that line. What preceded uh, last week's well, first, uh, you know, what preceded the shooting in Nashville and then the activity in the State House? But what, what sort of set up some of these divisions in years past? Well, I think just the, the position of, of so many people, specifically lawmakers, legislators on, on this whole gun issue, the whole thing about Second Amendment rights, and then you have others say, hey, kids have a fundamental right not to be scared and worried about being shot in school, not making it home, or teachers, or staff members. So uh, it's uh, nobody's going to argue the fact that this is a very, very difficult issue. Uh, and something that that some people, many people say something has to be done, but what is that something? 
Well, it almost seems, Jim, like we have mass shooting du jours. Um, today's, I guess, was an employee who was fired or about to be fired, and he, according to CBS's reporting, took the gun and decided to do something about it. It seems yeah. to me that, you know, there's not one set answer. There's got to be a lot of different answers. The The answer for a school shooting isn't necessarily the one uh, for a guy who's uh, upset about being fired and decides to take matters into his own hand. But, you know, is from a national standpoint, uh, is there any consensus anywhere that maybe w this is a national problem and should be solved at the congressional level rather than at the state level? Well, again, you go get into the whole issue, Joe. The, very, again, very good question, but the whole issue of states' rights. And is it best for states to, to figure this out, to decide uh, some kind of response rather than at the national level? Uh, certainly there hasn't been any interest in it would appear at, in Congress to, to address this, to deal with this. Uh, so does that mean then the states have to take action? But uh, again, you, you know, we'll probably, you know, unfortunately, we'll probably be talking about this same thing. Who knows? A week down the road, you know, where 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 this may happen. In terms of the shooters, as I often say, Joe and Mark, you're trying to rationalize a totally irrational act. You can't do it. Doesn't work. So in, in terms of trying to get into the mindset of, of what, what would prompt a person, what would cause a person to carry out an attack like this, you simply can't do it. Anything else to add to this discussion? I always say I left the, the best question on the table. Is there anything else we're missing or anything else you want to add? No, I think that pretty well covered it. Again, it's a very difficult issue. You, the three of us could probably sit here and talk you know, for three weeks and, and, and perhaps not come up with any kind of a sensible solution or possible solution to dealing with this. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jim. Yes, very Jim, much appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. We appreciate your expertise and wisdom, sir. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. Always good to be on with you. Stay well. Thank you, you so much. Take care, Jim. Jim Crisula from CBS News, a CBS News correspondent based in the Carolinas, but travels all over the U.S. to cover uh, stories that are sort of on the eastern half of the U.S. So we appreciate his insights into the two Justins. They're back in the state house just in time. Well, one is, and the other one uh, tomorrow potentially could be reinstated. Just in time. Right. And, and then, <laughs> that's right. Thank you. I finally got to use it. Yeah, you did. And uh, uh, you worked it in. And then after that, they they enjoy some immunity. They can't be ousted twice. That is a quirk in in the law. There must be some method somehow, some way, if, well, if they infract again. Just so folks know, in case they have some are raging at the radio out there, that Jim Crisula is a correspondent, and we are not permitted to ask his opinions. We're allowed to ask him about facts and things he's covered and what, what, he's, what his reporting what shows. What he's seen. Yeah, and what he's seen, but we can't ask his opinion, so that's if you wonder why our questions kind of skirt that, that's why. Well, and that's why I think when I asked about gerrymandering, he didn't seem to have an opinion about that that was part of the foundation. You know, it's an opinion. One uh, man's gerrymander is another one's appropriate <laughs> district. So, uh, that's But, you know, the thing I would have asked him, and... If you we could ask opinions. If we could ask opinions is, you know, do do these people, uh, the, the two Justins and the uh, lady, the former school teacher, the white lady who survived by one vote, you know, did they express any kind of remorse for having disrupted the business of the House? Did they admit that, you know, the House can't exist, it can't do its job if people are yelling and screaming and using bullhorns and speaking outside of being recognized? I mean, I realize it's arcane and sometimes very frustrating process. 
but there has to be some kind of order in order for the people's business to be conducted. Well, I think, uh, you know, most of the time there is, but I think a, a, a non-violent, raucous protest was intended to send a message that people are fed up. You know, sometimes I think our lawmakers kind of get in there a little insulated bubble, and they don't see what's happening outside the world, so the outside came into the state house. Obviously, a breach of protocol, the ouster of the two individuals, probably 100% appropriate if, if they led it or they were somehow instigators of it or just participated in it. But nonetheless, uh, people want them in there, so now they're back and uh, still gun rights advocates, no change in your gun law, so you don't have to worry whatever you, you could do in the past with uh, any firearm in Tennessee you still can today. So your rights are uh, upheld, and as the NRA said, we are not yet to the point where we need to do any significant changes in gun law. So well, they, were, they were talking this morning on the network shows about today's shooting. It was in uh, Kentucky, right? No. Or in, uh, no. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's in Kentucky. Yeah, that sounds fine. But they have... They oh, have Louisville. Yeah. yeah, they have absolutely very few laws regarding guns. If you uh, if you have passed a federal background check, you don't have to have any carry permit. Nothing I mean, it's else nothing after else that. Ha- nothing else after Good. that. Well, that's the way it should be. But Mandatory up until now, carry. they haven't had a mass shooting, have they? There hasn't been one there. Not the biggest so, in Kentucky, no. So does that kind of take away the argument that some kind of gun control is necessary? Well, I think folks who argue that uh, they're, you know, like Senator Toomey says, uh, he, his phrase is a question. It isn't the answer. It says, are there changes in gun laws that might make us safer? Well, they're being cagey about what the, what the weapon was here. I mean, at first, they didn't even say whether it was a long rifle in or a Kentucky. handgun in Kentucky. And so there, there's some question. First of all, it was in a bank. Now, banks have usually, or they used to have security. I don't know whether they do anymore or not. You mean armed security armed individuals security, in right, the building? In, in the building. So, but what happens, how did somebody get a, a long rifle or a, a semi-automatic or whatever you want to call it, an assault rifle? How do they get it into a bank? You know, I have a sign down here at the bank that says I can't wear sunglasses or a mask when I go in. So mm-hmm. how does somebody carrying or a, a gun? Yeah, or a hoodie. How can somebody carrying a gun get in the bank? You can't go in there as the Unabomber. In other words, that's what their, their picture is of a guy <laughs> yeah. that looks like the Unabomber. All right, 570-743-9565. We can start out talking about Tennessee, if you so desire, or Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky had some fatalities from a shooting at a bank, including the gunman. Did he kill himself, or was he killed? No, he was killed by the police. By police. Okay, and so unfortunately, he's wounded two police officers. One of them is in critical condition. That's something. Okay, well, we'll pray for their recovery. 5707 Four three nine five six five. That's the topic du jour this morning. If there is a local or additional national topic you wish to bring up, open phones five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com or text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. And Joe is about to text check text messages. We taught him how. He's an old dog. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yep. Here you go. <laughs> when car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars. Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the <laughs> out of auto repair. All right, we've got some calls on the line. First is Mike from Bloomsburg, and then we have Bill from Bloomsburg, too. It's Bloomsburg Day here on the program. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. I want to talk about uh, what happened in uh, Tennessee. Uh, the three people, what? They, they they used bullhorns to disrupt proceedings in the uh, state legislature. Am I correct on that? One of them did. The others were just r- r- playing to the gallery, I would guess you would say. But they were all, oh, okay. three of them were in the well of the House and were not uh, recognized to be there. Right. Okay. So they were there in the well of the House with doing, they were violating the rules, okay? Right. And they were using a bullhorn. Now, some might say that's a peaceful protest, but a bullhorn can easily hurt someone's ears. That uh, hurting someone's ears would be violence, okay? But, I mean, the bottom line is they violated the rules. Yet we have the vice president of the United States talking about them, mentioning them by name, basically promoting what they did, talking about how that is democracy. So basically what the vice president told America was, Anything that you do to protest something you don't like, if it, even if it hurts somebody's ears or violates rules, that's democracy. Okay, so I am I'm going to say that the left, and she is part of the left, they are promoting this type of behavior by rewarding it because that which that which is get rewarded gets repeated. Okay. So that, that's my position there. I really don't have much more to say about it other than there, there is a connection with uh, this extreme behavior being rewarded by the left, or not. Pro- when I say rewarded, not prosecuted. In other words, like when the police uh, of uh, Philadelphia were told to stand down during the riots and don't arrest anybody unless it involved you know, violence upon an individual person, let them do what they want. That was rewarded. And the thing about young people, when you get them, you know, in their young teen years, they see what the older kids do, and they they think it's cool. They try to emulate it. And what we saw in what was it, 2020? I think we're starting to see that these some of these younger kids of that 13 and 14 year old are are starting to get into that older age group uh, where they're really filling their oats. And I think we're just going to see more of it because that was rewarded. They saw it on TV. And because nothing was done, that's essentially a reward. Well, I, th- I, agree with you up to, I agree with you up to a point. In other words, I, I find it disconcerting that they would focus on the fact that these people 
the end result of what happened, but not the cause of what happened. In other words, no one's saying, well, you know, yes, we agree you shouldn't be disrupting the House's business. But in effect, the vice president and the others are saying, oh, it's all right to go in and raise hell if you want to in a, in a, uh, a government building. I mean, if I went down to the Capitol in Harrisburg and started yelling and screaming, <laughs> I think I'd get arrested in a heck of a hurry. We need local radar. <laughs> right. <laughs> radar for cops. <laughs> There you go, and that's your you more articulated my point. Okay, that is the absolute truth. You or I or Mark go down there and create a ruckus in that state capitol building. We're going to have charges filed against us. Okay, it's that simple. Right. And we would be called, you know, anarchist or whatever you want, whatever names the, the left would have for us if they thought we were promoting something on the right. That's what would happen to us. But Kamala Harris didn't see it that way. She saw it different. These people were heroes. If we went down there and started yelling, let's say I was a state representative, House of Representatives member, and I went down there and started yelling, never block guns, never block guns, guns are good. Can you imagine the left would be sticking up for me? I don't think so if they threw me out. Well, I think what what we might not do is look at the bigger picture. It is certainly true that if, uh, you know, we went to the state house in Pennsylvania and I just decided to disrupt things, David Rowe himself would tackle me and, and, and haul me out of there, so. But I I think the bigger picture is that you do have uh, racism that exists in Tennessee. Some folks say that was the underpinning for the uh, gerrymandering that happened there that reduced the uh, Knoxville and and, uh, Nashville uh, constituencies of black individuals and reduced their districts to to smaller urban areas. And so you get people that get fed up and they say, we are going to do this no matter what. And I think that's what happened when you saw you were talking to the 2020 riots. You had people that were fed up. Unfortunately, some of it was violent, and there but were Mark, some injuries. You saw the same thing on January 6th. You get people that are fed up and say, you know, we're not going to take this anymore. We're going to, right, you know, storm the Capitol or whatever. Suppose it was stop, three stop. white people. You, 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 to me, what I'm hearing is you're defending the left by saying they're fed up. No, that you're now, not are you hearing it right. you defend the people that went into the... Uh, Capitol building and committed violence? Nope, nope, you're mishearing it. I say, what happened? I'm not defending it. I'm explaining what happened. I can't make hydrogen bond to oxygen, but I can tell you what happens. It causes condensation. So we'll talk about this. Stay on the line. Your first up six minutes from this exact moment. Mike and Bill, hang on. Yeah, hold on if you will, man. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our telephone number is 570-743-9565. You can, that's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Lynn Hulls, our fabulous, fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. When we last spoke, I was saying, Mike, I didn't defend the insurrection or the capital takeover. I'm just saying those are some of the foundations or elements that lead to them. It's this dis enfranchiseness that uh, people experience. Mike? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll buy that. But, but the, re- the reality is, right now, the conversation that I'm hearing across the media 
is that the root cause is the gun. We take away the gun, this stuff isn't going to happen, okay? Now, that's not true. I know it. You know it. <laughs> Everybody knows it. But that's what's being jammed down our in our ears and down our throats, okay? And I, I, I want to make one point. I just listened to your news. Generally, I stop listening and do other things when the news is on. But I listened to this case because I was a captive audience. And in my mind, the two most important, well, not the two most important, but two of the very top problems that we have right now in our society, in our culture, in our country, is one, the weakening of the dollar. In other words, your dollar's not buying as much as it used to, and it's, it's getting worse and worse. Uh, now, the rate of inflation may be coming down, but it's still a very high rate and compounded. That's just devastating people's purchasing power. Okay, that's number one. And, and one of the big contributors to that is the uh, government debt. Then number two is the, the story that's totally, really, in my mind, being con uh, ignored. Okay, you guys know Michelle Tafoya, most of you, I'm sure, have seen her on the sideline. I think it was Sunday Night Football. She left to uh, pursue other careers, okay? And she now has a, a podcast. And she had a retired border agent on uh, yesterday for about an hour. And the stories that he told are, it's like no, no other stories you hear. You don't hear anything like that on the mainstream news about how bad it is on the border and what's coming into this country and the limitations that's being put on our border patrol, what they're allowed to do, and the shortages of border agencies and the total lack of control of this border and the willingness to support it by this administration. And, and I'm telling you, you cannot have th this guy saying he thinks probably between five and seven million people have illegally entered this country since right before start it actually started uh, in earnest before Biden took office as soon as he was elected the flood started and it's increased exponentially and it's showing no signs of letting up so we have that border problem with the people coming in that aren't acclimated to our society different different values Mike, different ways of behaving how many people how many people came in in his estimation Oh, he he believes between five and seven million. Okay, across right. oh, the I've board. heard bigger the, estimates the, than that. The number that. of just in I believe the Tucson press uh, precinct that he worked in previously, I think they said it's been uh, over a hundred thousand just in a couple of months. All right. Period. You know. We got gotcha. you. So it's really out of control, and but like I said, the the mainstream media isn't focused on the dollar. <laughs> I don't know why. Because it affects or the, every or the single border. person almost. <laughs> and they don't care about the border because right. those people are coming to every town in this country. We have to get back to our gun discussion. Like You cannot bring up okay. the actual issues. We have to go. Take care. <laughs> okay, got it. Thank you, uh, Mike. Good, Thank man. you so much Bye. for calling in. All right. The most patient man in the world, Bill from Bloomsburg. How long did he wait? Did uh, you? Quite a bit. Bill, okay. you're on the mark now. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, this is something I personally uh, noticed. I don't know. But if if like you're a psychologist would know this, uh, like maybe during interviews and whatnot, but you gotta look back in the 80s, right? When when all the school kids were coming home and their parents were working, one of the biggest shows at the time was a show called Jerry Springer, right? So all these kids were coming home and they were watching this TV show and they see all these freak shows on there and they have no concept of what's beyond the traditional upbringing that they had 
and they're they're being exposed to this every Monday to Friday. That hey, this is what like the, the what's out there in the real world, and and it opened up that that craziness that they have now with this transgender stuff. You're seeing this 20, 30, 40 years later, and then you had the computer games coming with all the violence and the shooting, and all all these kids are being hooked on the you know playing these games. Now they have them online. You can play each other. And these young these young minds, a couple dec- decades later, like this this uh, this country in Nashville. Now the way that girl moved around looked like she had tactical training, but I'm sure that probably playing them games and they learn how to go from room to room and clear a room and and doing stuff like that. So I, I believe uh, the Jerry Springer. The, the, the games and this is the end result of all this craziness is I, I believe that that we see what uh, what's going on in this world well that may have been a factor but you know who knows there's so many different things influence people video games and obsession with video games certainly isn't ideal but people see things I mean look at the people in the US who are contributing to our political division you know the kids see that too the Newt Gingrich's and Kamala Harris's and uh, Elizabeth Warren's of the world that are the ultra partisans that are out there that you know are really on one side of the political division and the other, so well, they see that. One thing you might want to recall, the Jerry Springer show was syndicated. It wasn't on at the same time in every market. Around here, it was on in the morning when kids were in school. But in other markets, I mean, I can't blame Jerry Springer for all the ills of society. Right. Well, the, the, <laughs> then the ratings went up, then they started showing it uh, in the afternoons. Oh, did they? Yeah, well, yeah. well but, the, but people, you know, so it's bad parenting then. If parents put that in front of their kids and don't uh, mitigate it with any other common well, sense... Well, you gotta you gotta remember too. A lot of these these people assume that they work. They they come home. You know, the kids are there. They watch TV till I get home or whatever. But uh, I think it had. I'm not saying it's the main cause, but I say I I believe a lot of these people, a lot of these uh, okay. kids that had uh, needed help upstairs were uh, attracted to this stuff. Gotcha. Crazy behavior. All right, we got you, Bill. Thank you so much, sir. Well, the Jerry Springer show was certainly a freak show many days. Well, yeah. Taught you how to fight with a chair, too. <laughs> right. All right, Eric, uh, last caller before I do brief news headlines. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're an ultra-liberal guy here, right? No, but uh, heart's broken again today. One more mass shooting. Now, this actually involves uh, close friends of the governor of Kentucky. So we'll see since it's, it was some of his uh, you know, close friends whether little action happens or not. Uh, but the bottom line is, you know, we talked about kids being influenced and so forth. The more we have these, the more we just throw our hands up or, or, or like, two, uh, you know, two people <laughs> wrestling, you know, we have to do something, you know, and we have to make a point of it and try to do something. And I've suggested some things, and I've been called all kinds of names for it. But uh, how many more of these are we going to tolerate by just saying, oh, we can't do anything about it? There will have something to be done. But the uh, the real concern I have this morning is that Texas judge, how can a, a, a federal judge invalidate a medication which has been in use for 20-some years in the United States? That That is very frightening. That is very frightening. He says the uh, approval process was flawed. 
Okay, and his opinion as, as a politician, as no, no. a lawyer. No, no, and his opinion, person. somebody brought a case before him. Each side had a chance okay. to express their views of what the case represented and what the issues were. The judge then made a ruling based on his interpretation of what he was presented. Now, that's the way it is. You can choose to right. say, well, he well, disagreed with me, therefore he's a crook. And no, but the sure. judge is ultra-pro-life. No, they chose him for that is, reason. How, how does he, as a judge... Uh, make a determination of medical stuff. He's and an that's activist. Very what, if that, what if that same scenario happened with uh, the uh, COVID vaccine? And we hadn't been able to get the COVID vaccine because Eric. a judge would have said, <laughs> you know, his interpretation of that. Eric, he is an activist judge. We have them on both sides of the aisle, up and down the courts. They do not look at the law objectively or factually. They, their bias is a factor. We have a liberal Pennsylvania Supreme Court. We have a conservative Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court made up of individuals who are primarily conservative. Uh, state Supreme Court, primarily liberals, just like the U.S. Supreme Court now has a conservative lean based on the individuals who make it up. So judges don't <laughs> leave their politics uh, off the dais when they step up to the bench. No, but they still have to justify their decisions. They write something called opinions. Right. And when they, in these opinions, they express what they believe the law shows, what was presented to them, and the conclusions of law they drew. Now, the fact that there can be more than one conclusion of law doesn't make them political activists or left-wing lunatics or right-wing gun nuts. It just means that they interpreted the law a given way. Then the Supreme Court or the appellate court will come in and say, Either affirm their decision or reject I'm it. Sorry, <laughs> Judge Casmeric. Do you want mistaken. me to believe that this this is all coincidental? At the same time, within one year, a Roe versus Wade being overturned. You want me to believe that mm. this is some out of the blue lawsuit happened, and this is now not an, uh, a way of them taking uh, away the right for women? I, I believe it do you was. Think a, I'm, do you think I'm naive? I believe it 20 was. Twenty years has gone. Twenty years has gone by <laughs> when this drug has been fine and good to go, and now all of a sudden it's not. I believe, crap, I believe it was. Crap. I believe it was a far right wing conspiracy to rob women of their right to choose. That's yeah, what I believe. And the selection and, and vetting, exactly the selection and vetting of this judge started before now Roe v. Muting. Wade, right? So uh, he's he's he was selected a long time ago. Uh, Eric, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. And change that needs to be happening in our country, we're becoming more and more divided. And we're, we're <laughs> taking away people's rights to their own bodies. And, you know, and the divide between the, the uh, relative conservative and those of us who, who believe in some different things is becoming more and more prevalent. And uh, it's, it's rather frightening. And why now, one judge, one judge in one, one state could take away the rights of women to their own bodies across the whole United States. That's very frightening. You're ignoring the fact that another judge in another state came down on exactly the opposite side. So let's because start. Because he had to, because in response to this, here's this one Eric decision. So, here's Eric Why did this decision could, happen could you now? Mute Why him a minute so I can say something? Ago. I'm sorry. Yes. Could he? <laughs> I mean, I never get a word in edgewise it's with Eric. It's a discussion, Eric. All right. But here's the thing. Let's start by throwing out all the judges. Let's get rid of all the courts and the justice system because we disagree with something somebody did. They I didn't mean, it's work ridiculous. <laughs> the system works. That's the whole idea behind it. And if the Supreme Court winds up deciding against you, it's because the president who had the right to appoint people appointed people who agreed with him. That's the way the system works. Eric, will you get the last but why, word but again? Why, why Joe? Why Joe <laughs> has it been 20 years? And no one touched this, and why now? Explain that to me. I don't think you can. I can explain it quite easily. The cases came up, and they were decided in court. All right, we got to hit the road. Thank you so much, <laughs> sir.
Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, Thank well you. argued. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, very brief news headlines. Former football players pleading guilty to hazing. Four former high school football players in Northumberland County pleaded guilty to hazing and other charges. Attorney General Michelle Henry says the charges stem from two incidents in 2020 in which new starting players on the Mount Carmel area high school football team were intentionally burned as part of an initiation. Among those pleading guilty, the team's former captains, 20-year-old Reed Woodkoski and 21-year-old Damon Daukus. They were each sentenced to one-year probation. Henry says hazing is a serious offense that can have devastating consequences, adding that young people should think seriously about the effects of their actions, as anyone who intentionally causes harm to other individuals will be held accountable. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Governor Josh Shapiro launched a website informing state residents about their rights to access abortion services. Governor Shapiro said that Pennsylvanians' reproductive rights have not changed uh, because of the Texas federal judge's ruling or the decision versus Roe v. Wade in Washington. Shapiro, a Democrat, says the new website is pa.gov slash freedom to choose. He disagrees with me. How dare he? Let's get rid of him. This is a wrong thing to do. All right. One other story from Florida. Where else uh, have you heard about the high school student who had to write their own obituary in Orange County, Florida. The teacher says he thought it was a good teaching moment following the Nashville student school shooting. He said the students each got to write their own unique obituary. Double to KOK News Time. It is 921. Cheerful class that must have uh, five. I think he got in hot water. If I'm not I mistaken. can imagine he would. Our story is only one sentence, but uh, <laughs> 570-743-9565. We'll be right back. Mm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. That teacher was fired who yes, had his fired. kids. Uh, he was a school psychologist. Uh, he was a psychology teacher at okay, the school in uh, Florida, in Orlando, Florida. He's standing by his decision on the assignment, telling them, in my mind, I've done nothing wrong, he said. It wasn't to scare them or make them feel like they were going to die, but just to help them understand what's important in their lives and how they want to move forward with their lives and how they want to pursue things in their journey. That seemed like a reasonable assignment to me. Yeah, I think so. But maybe high school's too soon. Kids take a lot of things to heart. Hey, you're making my argument. Everything has to be age appropriate. Okay. So well, we're going to teach three-year-olds about transgenders. Well, Why not <laughs> teach these right, kids about Right, you want to hide everything from kids until they graduate. I got you. Oh, you okay. do. You're saying these kids can't handle it in All high right. school. Bob is a very experienced media person and engineer. He's worked in TV and radio for the better part of six decades. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. 
Um, I can say good morning, everyone. Uh, as, as far as our system goes in this country, of course, in Pennsylvania, of course, Joe's right. I mean, okay, in Pennsylvania, of course, we, you know, live in a commonwealth. And of course, I, I served on a jury, a, a jury in uh, Northumberland County, and, you know, received those instructions. And of course, uh, what happens here in Pennsylvania, and of course, a different state and, and all that, of course, but what happens here in Pennsylvania happens in Pennsylvania. And the reason is a commonwealth, I mean, whatever, that back up with the, com the back idea of a commonwealth is what happens in, in Northumberland County, the same thing can happen in Pittsburgh and Scranton and Philadelphia. And those laws are the same, especially handling estates and stuff. So, I mean, that, this, this is the country we live in. Okay. All right. Yes, it is. Commonwealth uh, has some meaning, and that uh, definitely factors into this discussion. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks thank for calling you. in. Yeah, right. hey, thank you. Yep, much appreciated. All right, Stan, <laughs> next up, please go right ahead. Good morning. Uh, you know we'd have a whole lot less mass shootings if Democrats and trans radicals would stop committing mass murders. <laughs> well, that is true. If people who are doing the shootings would stop, whether they're uh, just milk toast. Do you know this guy is a Democrat? White or black? Or well, he, he, his social media had a lot of anti-Trump stuff on it, so well, I just so put two and two together. So. <laughs> so. Well, not, not, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I did, where did you hear that? I didn't hear that. I've I, I seen cl uh, screenshots of his... Uh, Social media. Yeah, it has to be true. If and, you saw and, and, and when, well, yeah, and when somebody has uh, he, him pronouns on their things, that's a clue too. <laughs> that they're respectful. Yeah, that, that's a clue. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, most normal people don't put that on their social media had, because why? This guy had personal pronouns on their on his social media. Are there any normal yeah. people who are progressive? Not many. Progressive? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> do this. Now that you ask, Mark. No, I'm just wondering. I mean, a lot of people are, are t helping folks with their pronouns. So, well, who but cares? It didn't really rather. The, well, it helps people you, you know, to I'd address I'd really you. like to know who cares. You know, not Stan. Give me a break. Not Stan. You know, if, if, if a guy walks up to you and it's a man, it's a man, okay? And besides, why would you call him he, him? You would call him by his name or sir, wouldn't you? Or a I woman, would. the same thing. Okay. Unless he said to me, I'm, I prefer. I'm just well, you'd be referring to him in the third person. <laughs> how, yeah, is, he, how is he, he this morning? How is he feeling? <laughs> and that, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. I'm it's just bizarre, to right. for sure. We got a lot of idiocy going around. So, you know, that's that's thing. So, yeah, you know, if if this would happen, you know, you got you got to stop the killers. And uh, I don't know how to stop the killers. You know, a tool is a tool. Okay, they could have went into that bank with a machete or, or, or a sharp knife and killed a lot of people too. So I do not, you know, I know everybody wants to blame the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. I've never seen a gun walk itself to any type of crime scene. Has it? Uh, yes. Has any, has any gun ever taken itself to a crime scene? I was watching a cartoon one time, and a rifle was leaning <laughs> in the corner, and it developed arms and legs. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a cartoon, Mark. And it went to the we're, file we're cabinet. reality. Hold on. It went to the file cabinet, and it started rifling through the cabinet. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Whatever. We're talking reality here. So, the other thing is, so Josh Shapiro 
puts out a, what, what he put out uh, a notice of how women are protected their reproductive rights in PA or uh, something along those lines. You put in the news. Uh, it, it's a compendium of available abortion services. Uh, I know you're going to click on your computer ASAP www.pa.gov/freedom to choose because nothing freedom. has infringed on a woman's right to have an abortion in Pennsylvania at this time. Well, that, that is true, and that's the way, you know, when Roe v. Wade was struck down, it all went back to the 10th Amendment in the states, whether you agree with that or not, that's the way it is. So Pennsylvania right now, you can go out and kill your baby anytime you want. So that's the law. But I refuse, refuse to refer to it as reproductive rights. I'm sorry, nothing is being reproduced when abortion is applied, is it? Well, it's the process of Well, it's the women's reproductive choices that they get to enjoy. Well, they Oh, they get to enjoy killing their baby. Okay. All right. All right. We want to go there. Okay. That's fine. Look, we gotta... I'm, I'm just asking that question because in my opinion, there's nothing reproductive about abortion. Gotcha. Reproducing is to make something new or making something else. When you're aborting it, you're killing something. Gotcha. I got a statement. Yesterday, somebody wrote in about, you know, all the, I, I'm assuming it was a lady, all these women speaking about abortion and that whatever was going on, you know, the abortion pill and stuff like that, all these people, men making decisions about women's and, and abortion is what the text message was similar. I'm paraphrasing. Okay, I'm going to ask this woman. Does she support the war on women by the left trans radical movement? Because that's exactly what's going on. These men are taking over women's spaces, sports included. But is she doing anything about it? Have they taken over? I definitely have heard of a few cases. But they're you say trying. That's they're it. trying. Oh, they want to take over all the sports. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And, and if Who you disagree knew? with it, you're wrong. Okay. Well, they picked the right word, abort. The definition is uh, bringing a premature end to something because of a problem or fault. <laughs> yeah, the problem is so they don't want So the pregnancy it. is a right? problem, and somebody's at fault, and therefore we have to abort it. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's the definition. <laughs> That's the definition. Okay. But you're right. I mean, I, I agree with you. Reproductive rights is a kind of an oxymoron. Um, yes, it is. Because they're not talking. The issue isn't framed around reproduction. It's framed around abortion. Well, so that, that, got sounds a point. Better than, that sounds better than what it should be well, called. Well, it sounds less threatening oh. and less dramatic, that's for sure. Right, right. So. All right, you all have a great day. All right, thank you, sir. Right. Thanks for calling in. Wow, believe it or don't, we have open phones. We, the lines have been lit up since we started. Well, light them up again. 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. You can text us at 70236. And Joe's in the process of checking the text messages right now. We do have some emails. We received a statement from uh, Mr. Uh, McCormick, right? Is that yeah? This Dave came McCormick. from Dave McCormick, who is not yet an announced U.S. Senate candidate, hoping to challenge uh, Mr. Bob Casey. But when Bob Casey uh, talked about something over the weekend. 
Mr. McCormick sprung into action and issued a statement. Let me just pull he this said, over here, Joe. You keep doing what you're doing. You get back to what no, you're that's doing. That's all right. I can do it. But I can do both. Okay. But you go ahead. Bob Casey, this is from Dave McCormick. He says, Bob Casey votes for Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer's failing far-left agenda 100% of the time. Thanks to Casey's support for open borders, 5,000 Pennsylvanians lost their lives to fentanyl in 2020 alone. Pennsylvania is the second biggest gas-producing state in the country, yet Senator Casey's support for leftist energy policies has cost our state thousands of jobs. And even though Philadelphia has one of the highest murder rates in the country, Casey has done nothing to fight crime and instead has supported dangerous policies. A vote for Casey is a vote for Biden and Schumer. He's a Washington insider and not a leader we can count on to deliver a better future for our great Commonwealth. Well, Sounds like he's running, it. doesn't it? Well, it does. Indeed <laughs> does. And, uh, and what he's saying, I think, will hurt him. The being an extreme ultra-right uh, left, per, a right person, is going to hurt you. I think the country is looking for somebody, or the, st- the, the state is going to look for a senator who is not ultra-left like Senator Casey, not ultra-right like, uh, oh, who did he beat? Congressman Barletta, but, you know, back the last time. I think they're looking for somebody who is a moderate, common-sense listener, and obviously Dave is not that person. Lou Barletta was. Uh, I think uh, Dave, or certainly Barletta, Dave was Car- perceived as being ultra-right. He may have been, you know, a good common-sense moderate. So you're saying now that uh, Dave, that uh, uh, what's-his-face here would have been a better, a worse candidate than Dr. Oz? Uh, no, I think it probably would have been a better candidate than Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz had so much baggage, carpet baggage, so to <laughs> speak. Baggage. But uh, <laughs> Very good, he Mark. brought so so little to the table, really. I mean, it was just a terrible choice, as you fully recognized no, after I didn't. the primary. I, I th- oh, that's right. You, for him. you were enamored with him the whole time. Uh, you called me and said I was having a bromance with him. <laughs> well, that is a true statement, Joe. If the uh, term fits, just admit it. Admission is the first step to rehabilitation. Well, thank you. Recovery. Right. I usually they say recovery. Recovery, not rehabilitation. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll be right back. But five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Email us at on the mark at wkok.com. Text us at seven zero two three six. And Joe knows he's going to be looking for that keyword OTM. All right. Thank you for your patience, everybody. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Okay. WRR says, once again, we have men discussing a medical process they will never experience. Can you say hypocrite? Now that a judge with no medical knowledge can ban a drug approved for use by the FDA for 20-plus years, what is next? Spoiler alert to all white guys. It won't be Viagra, and it won't be your firearms. Bring on the circus music and let the clown cars enter the ring. All right. Well, you don't have to be an expert in something to argue it politically on this show. No. And we don't require expert opinions. I mean, I don't, I've never had a baby, but I, I know what goes into it. And uh, oh, let's see. You? Right. Well, I've never had a fatal head-on collision, but I know it's bad. Well, thank goodness you have. You know, and uh, we talk about things. I've uh, never worked at Children and Youth Services, but I know what they go through. 
Okay. You know, so, I mean, you don't, ha- you don't have to be an expert in everything just to discuss it. Or uh, to make a decision about it. Right. Or to decide politically. How, That's like, like a saying people with not general knowledge and common sense are not capable to make any decisions. <laughs> well, he can't, uh, oh, no, well, he can't we, decide that. What do He's we do not now? an expert. You know, there, too many experts make things too difficult. Right. Look what they've done in Washington. We yeah. have expert politicians. Like in, Nancy Pelosi. She said she was an expert politician. Yeah, we have experts in Washington helping to control the southern border. Right. How's that working out? It ain't. <laughs> Lance, you're on the mark. Hey, hi there. A fine morning to everyone. But anyway, if you hear the word sportsman, what does that uh, bring to your mind? Orange vest, canvas pants, shotgun. A quartet that used to sing on the Jack Benny show. <laughs> They're right. Well, uh, the uh, headline that I saw on my uh, telephone or put here when I was, uh, you know, scrolling through, it said the bank shooter, avid sportsman. Oh, no kidding. And when you get into it, it wasn't what you're thinking. He was. He played sports in high school. Oh, oh, that's a so, mis- that's a misuse of the term. <laughs> it certainly yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's but an athlete. Was just scrolling through it and said, "Aha!" You know, the guy's a gun nut, right? Right. No, he's <laughs> so an I athlete. That was kind of weird. Well, that's the way the left writes stories to make sure that they get the well, message. Well, that was across. just a mistake. I mean, that's obviously misusing the word. Doesn't have anything to do with politics. Oh, I disagree. It's just an <laughs> error. I think it was a legitimate. Oh, you, a, a oh choice. because they wanted to imply right. that he was a gun nut. Okay. Sure. I don't think of sportsmen yeah. as gun nuts. I think of them as hunters and uh, anglers. That's you. The left um, considers them gun nuts. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. The left does. Okay. And, but don't you? Don't, but don't you think our total disregard for human life, um, a.k.a. abortion, <laughs> would spill over into other areas of our life? Because they look around, they think, well, there's just an innocent human being, and if it gets in the way of what I want, out of here. I mean, it has to. You'd think it would. Because, uh, well, I've often used this uh, analogy. Uh uh, standing 10 feet away from you, I reach down, reach under my left arm, pull down my favorite 45 auto pistol, right? I aim it in the general direction of your chest, and I squeeze the trigger twice. I did with my own body what I wanted to do, didn't I? Your and body, your choice. Right. But right. There's, there's consequences. Exactly. There's consequences to the act you're describing. Oh, yeah, for sure. There are no prescribed but, you know, consequences to the other act. I mean, people no. may feel emotionally about it later on, but, I mean, there's nothing. There's no penalty for it. No. And even if it were illegal, what would the penalty be if a woman chose to do it? All right, were you white would guys? We actually jail, would we actually jail a woman? <laughs> you old guys come up with a solution no, to this I, in I a hurry. No, I don't think there is one. <laughs> well, what, what do we do for uh, child abuse now? I mean, assume, assume that the uh, babe in the womb was a child that was out there, you know, sitting there in front of you in diapers and everything. We have Child and Protective Services, them. Children and Youth, Investigations. Yeah. Foster care, you name it. We take a lot of actions to protect kids that have been born. But women want their reproductive rights and their freedoms to choose early on in pregnancies, and uh, we're not going to yeah. be able to infringe on those with our firm beliefs. Yeah. Why not? But see, it gets me is every single state has laws to take care of that born child. 
A born child. So yeah. the people, yeah. So um, all a woman has to do is to give birth and walk away. I mean, they say, <laughs> well, we're going to be stuck with it for 18 years. I think it's probably a little more involved yeah, than that. Yeah, it seems like it might be. Uh, <laughs> just from what I've seen. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to say you're it, oversimplifying, what? but you're oversimplifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got it. We got I, to go. Okay, but see, ladies I talk to, well, they have uh, at the least seven children: seven, eight, nine, fourteen, eighteen. Oh no, seventeen, I think, is the highest. And uh, what they look at it as: how much discomfort would you endure, and what kind of a chance would you take? to save the life of another human being. Isn't that what it comes down to? Well, these folks aren't willing to do it. Well, the peop- it's, it's all about perspective. You know, I, I think we can come up with a perspective that uh, supports life, and, you know, you and I can do that. But women get to choose. The laws give them an opportunity to do so. In the U.S., they have that freedom. So, and it's the there, law here in Pennsylvania. Therein lies this argument that even Joe admits just won't be resolved. All right, we got to hit the road. Well, Thank you so much, second, sir. In, in Berlin, in 35, it was okay to kill a Jew, too, wasn't it? Not I really. Uh, I don't believe it actually was. Well, it was in Hitler's mind. They looked mind. the other way. Yeah. Didn't they? Lots of times they'd put him in the street and shot him in the head. Okay. All and right, we got you, Lance. Okay, bye-bye. Yep, thank you, sir. One of our good listeners says Lance is 100% correct. The abortion death cult has lessened the sanctity of life. Uh, yep, Chris is next. Good morning, sir. Time to add factual truth to our program. Oh, I was going to add the factual truth that I know Stan and others get upset about fentanyl and heroin and usage and whatnot, no drugs crossing the border in big screaming terms. But and I was wondering whether Stan ever saw a syringe go into somebody's arm by itself. Has he ever <laughs> seen a pill run across the floor and jump in anybody's <laughs> mouth? Yep. Well, I guess then we shouldn't do anything about it, should we? Yeah, fentanyl victims do it to themselves. Doesn't no. have anything to do with somebody coming across the board. Well, I think the the difference, though, Chris, is that you know somebody points a gun at another person and pulls the trigger and kills them. People who take those pills make a conscious decision to do so. I think that might be Chris's actual point. Right, but yeah, I, 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 I think maybe it was. But no, I. But yeah, but you're saying that he shouldn't so be concerned. Do anything about guns no, at all? No, he right? shouldn't be that. You're saying might he should. Do anything about school I guess I'm never going to get a word in edgewise today. He he, yes, you can. Go he, ahead. he pointed out. I mean, I think what he was saying is that there are there are times when you know people make decisions to harm themselves. Some of them commit suicide. Some of them take drugs. Some of them drink, as Lance says, too much alcohol. I mean, there's a difference between what you choose to do yourself and what someone chooses to do to you. And I think you have a right to be concerned about both. But we don't have a... How do we stop someone from performing an abortion? How do we stop someone from drinking too much? How do we stop someone uh, from firing a gun? It depends on your perspective and what you want to... What, what rights you're willing to give up in order to try and produce the results you want. Yeah, and uh, the stands right for uh, worship of guns is pretty much... Which is pretty much... Uh, very successful in allowing school shootings, and he's happy with that. No, I don't think he's happy with it at all. He argues very vehemently that the, quote, scumbags who do this should be 
severely yeah, dealt with. Make, uh, yeah, but they're usually killed in the action. So what are you going to do then? Well, they paid the price. I mean, That's even right. Abraham Lincoln said that if somebody was willing to give up his life to take his, they'd be successful. And that's true. You know, if you're willing so to pay the price, yeah, if you're willing Who to pay the price, Chris, if you're willing to pay the price, you can accomplish what you want to do. You know, if you're not willing to, if you're not worried about the consequences. And if you have better guns and more guns and bigger uh, serial killer, 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 appreciate that one. <laughs> and how about all the times they venue shop, even here in Pennsylvania, to get to Philadelphia courts where right. judgments they are likely that, to be far greater? a judge like that that they can go to that's in charge of one whole area of Texas. So in larger areas, there's many judges and it rotates. And so it's still a chance of who gets the case. If you go to that court, you're going to get that one judge automatically. Well, so that's and <laughs> and he was prevented for, for two years, I think, from uh, getting approved, and they finally got him done just as Trump was leaving office. I believe he was the one, but they uh, that was because the Republicans changed the law that you couldn't filibuster really bad choices for getting into the court system. Okay. okay. All right. I hate, I hate to ask you to wrap up, but we got two callers waiting, and we're starting. That was a wrap. Oh, perfect. It? Yes, it was. <laughs> a good wrap up. Thank you so Thanks, much, Chris. Chris. Always we appreciate love talking to the you. calls. Fantastic. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, are you going to read what's right in front of you, and then we'll come I back? I will read. Doug says, "You're texted. You're texted. Your your text said men are talking about something they'll never experience, referring to getting pregnant and having an abortion. Well, well, according to your liberal party, that's incorrect. They say men can get pregnant. Saying that men can't have an opinion about abortion is ignorant and ridiculous." Last Last I checked, it takes a male to impregnate a female. So that means a male is involved in creating a human life. That's a good point. But supposedly, the liberal thinking is that it's not a human life until they say it is. Signed up. How can men get pregnant? I'll have to explore that one. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, we got two callers standing by and another email. We'll wrap up the show. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I think we're going to have to hit that one. Yeah, go ahead and do that one. Reproductive rights include the right not to have a child. It is a choice. All righty. Dick, you are on the mark. Uh, you got about three minutes or so, because we're going to try to get a little bit of every caller. Well, the two things I'm pretty sure of is we'll never do anything about abortions to satisfy everybody, or Amen. therefore, and we're never going to do anything about gun laws. And I want to just make this point that 
about Kentucky. Yesterday, of course, they had the shooting. They have no universal background checks. They have no gun owner licensing. They have extreme, no thing for extreme risk protection orders. No domestic violence laws if somebody has a, a uh, assault weapon. They have no assault weapons restrictions. They have no large capacity magazine bans. They have no waiting periods. They have no concealed carry or open carry permits. And they have no community violence intervention funding. So it looks to me like the times of Baby Crockett, other than the fact that they have higher capacity magazines in Kentucky, they have, they've made no gun laws. Okay. <laughs> and, and, it, and that's just not uncommon because South Carolina or North Carolina just did it. Florida's done it. Texas doing it. I think over 26, 26 states are now have uh, fewer or less gun re- regulations. And I also have a carry permit and have guns. I believe in the Second Amendment. But I, I'm just telling you that guns, these things are never going to end. There'll be more shootings, and everybody will just say, that's too bad. And, and I don't think that anybody, will, a lot of these people that call your show, will never have any opinion about guns unless it affects them personally, unless somebody in their family gets killed or shot, mm-hmm. which is a, bad, a sad thing to have to happen. Well, so, that would be the acid test, wouldn't it? So do you agree? Well, that, yesterday, I, th- I, see, I just saw the news where somebody in New Columbia area, somebody, some young guy from Danville, basically his body got run off the road, and that happens all the time at, 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 when you're pulling onto a highway. And he followed them and got his gun out and flashed it at these people. He, he did get arrested. To a young, a young people with two kids from, from New York State were driving along, and did the guy cut him off? He's, he's not sure. I mean, I've got cut off two or three times the last couple of days by who I consider stupid people. Yeah, I didn't get a gun out and go go after him. Welcome to Pennsylvania. But that's going to be more. That's going to be more common. All right, we got you. Thank let's you so much. Not, let's sir. hope not. Let's hope not. We got to have some common sense changes in gun laws that might make us safer. Thank you, sir. Take care. Uh, I think he agreed. I'm not sure. All right. I got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. We've been talking about the Kias. How about this? Uh, we haven't talked about this enough. The Kia Seltos. Now, this is an economy car. Uh, the price has started about $23,000. Your MPG is going to be about 50 miles to the gallon or so on the highway. It's got a 1.6 liter turbocharged four cylinder engine. So you're going to get uh, super gasoline mileage. Even in the in the city in the dead of winter, you're going to be getting about 25 miles to the gallon. The Kia Seltos, you can't even spend more than $30,000 for one if you wanted to. Of course, its big sister is the Sorento. I tell you this because uh, these are the vehicles that are available at the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street, Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15, Hummelsworth, and sunburymotors.com. All right, each caller gets about two minutes. Or no, a minute and a half. We'll start with Joe. Go right ahead, sir. Okay, I'll go. If I can comment on Dick's uh, quickly, uh, he gave a long list of laws or no laws in Kentucky that you know you would have like uh, the right to carry and all that. Okay. And I don't really recall. I don't pay much attention, but I don't think there's a lot of mass shootings in Kentucky that we hear <laughs> about. But what what about Chicago then, with all the laws and there's a lot of shooting? How do you I, I'm not sure how he fits that into his uh, puzzle. Okay. So well, anyhow, okay. Uh, moving on to no, what I really called about was uh, <laughs> Eric's uh, not much knowledge on how uh, a case is brought, you know, into court. Wondering why 20 years later a case on medical issues could be brought in front of a judge in Texas. And you guys had touched on it, uh, you know that you know that political and. But first of all, you know you ha- you have to ha- 
have damages, right? You have. I mean, what's going to happen in 20 years in a medical? Uh, does Does he recall how long it was from when cigarettes were around till the, they brought a case against uh, big tobacco? They didn't do that, you know, when the first cigarette was manufactured. I don't right? think uh, legal cases led to the demise of cigarettes. I think it was just health laws in general. Right. So we see the health. They're they're looking at the health. They're saying that it wasn't observed enough. You know, you couldn't go. you couldn't make something happen. Are you right. there? Yes, uh, we got to hit oh, the road, so buddy. We I wanna... know we have short time, but yep, it's, uh, it, let it, me know. No, we had a short time. Uh, <laughs> Joseph, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. You get a minute. Oh, boy. Thank you very much. Uh, I think you all agree with me that any of these mass shooters are either crazy or uh, influenced by satanic powers. I think you'll agree with <laughs> there that. There it is. So the, the, the scenario that I want to run by you is this. Uh, in the land of Egypt, when the Hebrews were slaves, <laughs> no. Pharaoh was Pharaoh was trying to kill the firstborn, right? And uh, but uh, that didn't work out too good. And then when the Savior Egyptian was born, mass murderers. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, wait, they were mass murderers. Yes, yeah, when the right. Savior was born, King Herod right. was influenced by Satan to kill uh, uh, all the babies from two years old right, and down. Right. Now we're at, living at the end of time when this, another deliverer is coming back, our Savior. And there's a mass, there's a mass, oh, well, you're cutting me off. Uh, no, not cutting you off, the music is drowning you out. So oh, okay. sorry. Well, anyhow, call back first thing tomorrow. When the, when the massage come back no, to no, deliver. Call back first thing tomorrow. Call back, oh, now I got drowned out altogether. Yes. Sorry, Joseph, call back first thing tomorrow. You, are you okay? No, I'm fine. Yeah, you just can't wait to hear the rest of that. <laughs> you're listening to WKOK Sunbury.